Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Okay. Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat. <clears throat> um, I think Madhulila chapter 28, text 29. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya <coughs> In this way, the Lord cast his merciful glance on everyone who came. And after instructing them, he said, now go home. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Turubyas Chakripa Sindhu Bayevacha Patitanam Pabanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Sivas Adhigor Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from <coughs> New Jersey. Um, where there's all over the state quite a nice congregation of devotees to the south, to the north, to the west, Pitiviti Achiyati Nagaradi Gram, proving Lord Chaitanya's prediction that his, uh, his name will be chanted, the name of Krishna will be chanted in every town and village. It's just really, you know, it's like a snowball. Every time I look around, there's more and more devotees of Krishna. So, you know, um, yeah, yesterday I went for, just for their family, uh, Govardhan Bhakta and Brajaradhe, uh, um, and their son does such excellent kirtan I went with Vrindavan uh, Das and Mandy. And, you know, it was just so nice. We did Kirtan. And then I, I read from my new book. Um, I'm very pleased with the way it came out and the design, everything's wonderful, the printing and uh, the content. Because usually when you read something, 
<clears throat> it's harder for people to have attention. But I saw these Monday morning greetings now where I go, I can read them and relish them. And then we had the Supreme Personality of South Indian food. I can't describe the ecstasy of those soft Italy's in one of three types of chutneys, including peanut chutney. <laughs> but the point was, is that just in that area, just right around where he lives in Edison, what to speak, there's, it's all Indians, but there's within a very close distance, there's, there's 25 families. So, What Prabhupada did and how he did it is is quite amazing. And you know, I, I see also that the pandemic has given many people lives. Just not having to drive into work and to be stay home and then people being quarantined sometimes with their families and uh, developing deeper relationships and the amount of people now because they were forced in this medium. But it's almost more sattvic than, than driving and finding a parking space and going to a temple and hearing a class. And it seems like everybody's reading with someone else, you know, in one way or another. So that's the process, this, this process of becoming Krishna conscious has a lot to do with hearing and hearing the Bhagavatam and, and the books based on the Bhagavatam. Because spiritual life means overcoming the false ego, the conception, the false conception of centeredness and superiority. And what the Bhagavatam does, and what here you become attracted to Krishna. And when you develop a mood of service, it's the only time you want to put something else in the center besides yourself. Because you want to serve. When you're attracted to something, you want to serve. So when we hear the Bhagavatam, you become attracted to lead a God-centered life. and move to the periphery where we belong, where we belong. We belong in love and love is not the center. <laughs> Although somehow or other we're, we're fighting and hankering and, 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 and to, to be in the one place, I described this before in yes, last class, the one place where there's no love and there's no happiness. That's as the controller and the enjoyer. <clears throat> and what books like the Chaitanya Bhagavat try to demonstrate is, is to show what it looks like when someone is actually humble. And, and they are not upset 
that there is a God besides themselves. We're really upset that there's a God behind ourselves. We think to ourselves, um, how is that fair? <laughs> how is that fair? Why can't everyone be God? Okay. <clears throat> you can have an impersonal realization, but you can't have love. I think it's a God, God for God. It's a great sacrifice for God to be the center because it's not the best position. <clears throat> Therefore, God himself to be complete has to come as his own devotee. We have the best position, which is not the burden of being the, the controller and the enjoyer. We have the best position. We can unlimitedly love and serve God and others and become happy in our hearts. I uh, remember, I think, by Shesha Bruce said, I, I think he may have got it from Dale Carnegie or something, but when you're in anxiety, move to find someone to serve. Find someone to serve. Anyway, this Chaitanya Bhagavat, it's a pretty moving section because Lord Chaitanya is going to take sannyas for preaching to facilitate the fulfillment of his mission to give bhakti to others. And to do that, the bhakti has to come out in terms of words you have to preach or teach. And for those words to have maximum effect, they have to be received with faith. So it's very important if we want to give bhakti to others to create a situation that does not close their hearts to the reasonability of what we're doing. Prabhupada was very um, Prabhupada was very, very careful about that. how to present Krishna consciousness at the same time without sacrificing the Krishna consciousness. People have realization they can do that. They're able to keep the message intact while reforming the shape of the message But anyway, Lord Chaitanya decides he has to take sannyas and he tells a few confidential associates, Haridas Thakur, Gadadhar, his mother. And then 
opens the door to the floodgate of devotees to see him. They don't know why he's being exceptionally merciful, but they're coming in and we know that really when a cultured person visits a person's home or visits the deities, they never really come empty handed. So for guests, very common places, flowers, what to speak of India, not just flowers, but flower garlands and sandalwood paste, which is cooling in the summer and in the winter you add saffron and then it has a heating effect. So it's a very loving gesture. And he looks absolutely stunning, beautiful beyond belief because he's Krishna. And the devotees are gazing at the beauty of Lord Chaitanya as if with a single pair of eyes, which is a real principle of rasa where there's that unity of minds it allows one to transcend the selfish self. And it's quite a relief to be in a community, to be in a kirtan, to be, you know, in a class or some type of function, like I think we have now where we all are understanding the same thing. I, I, I think when you speak long enough, you know when you connect with your audience. So I, I think um, we're all on the same page and it's a wonderful feeling, community. Yeah, I was writing about it this morning. Community is the place where you can leave your false ego at the door to experience, to have the joyful, the joyful experience of common interest over individual and selfish interest. So they're feeling that community and there's such a strong center There's such a strong center. Politics ruins everything. <laughs> and unfortunately, it divides when it doesn't have to. Anyway, it said Lord Chaitanya gave a merciful glance and everyone who came and instruct them. So he shared love, which they felt intensely because they were receptive to his love. They loved him, they were attracted to him by a loving glance that accepted and acknowledged their devotion and by reciprocating, by giving him instructions and garlanding everyone the Dati Pritagrinati, two of the six exchanges of love or giving and accepting gifts. 
So he, he garlands everyone and he looks at everyone lovingly, acknowledges every person, and then instructed them to always glorify Krishna and don't think of anything else but him. When you're sleeping, eating, walking day and night, think of Krishna and chant his name. An analogy I thought up because there's a progression in bhakti from nishta being fixed to ruchi. There's a, uh, so I thought, what's the connection? And I thought of an analogy and, and, and it, it was struck by the first time I was in Rishikesh and I was able to drink the water that came right from the Himalayas before it went down the plain of India and, and you know mixed with all the minerals. And then I understood what Krishna said in Bhagavad Gita, Rasaham Apso Kontea, that I am the taste of water. So I thought, what is this taste of water? The taste of water is when you have water that's not mixed with anything else. And it's the same thing. The real taste of bhakti comes when it's not mixed with anything else. Anya bilashita shunyam jnana karma jnavritam, not covered by jnana or karma, not no other desires. So I, I talk about this when you live a life of sadhana and responsibility. honest responsibility, which means we are doing what Krishna wants us to do. So we're doing our duties, which is the will of God, and we're cultivating our internal spiritual life. Then there's taste. Then there's taste. And that's the most wonderful gift one could have because then one's activities become pleasurable. And the thing that is the best for you is the thing that you like most to do. That, that is the greatest blessing. The thing that you have to do are the things that you like to do the, the most. Because there's Bob. Bob does not depend on the external circumstances. Material enjoyment does. When it's Bob, doesn't matter what service one is doing. Doesn't matter if it if it coincides with my nature or not. So Lord Chaitanya instructed like this to them. He instructed them basically be in the bhav. 
be in the bhav and make your life blissful, make your life easy. In this way, many people came and went. They floated in such ecstasy that they did not recognize one another. That's called prema. Prema is the samadhi of bhakti. Well, prema. You're so absorbed. Sandrandana visheshatma. Sandra means like metal. Your concentration on Krishna is so thick that nothing else can pierce it, including your unchaste mind. Evam priya namakrita jatanuraga. In this way, without attachment, what, without any inhibition, chanting the names of our beloved Lord. From that, jatanuraga. From that comes raga, a real devotion. And when that happens, you're not cognizant. You're absorbed. It happened to me in a, a, a twice uh, in the last few days that I was thinking of Vrindavan um, that I forgot I was in New Jersey. <laughs> I was really surprised when I kind of focused my consciousness just for a second. But remember that perception is based on attention. And if the attention is focused towards the mind and the memory, you're not perceiving anything externally, even if the eyes are open and the ears are open and you're not perceiving anything. Once the consciousness turns from external to internal, then there's nothing to activate the sense impressions and bring them into the consciousness. So that's, the devotees were just in ecstasy. The beautiful body of the Lord decorated with sandalwood pulp and flower garlands could not be compared to the insignificant beauty of the full moon. So poets, they lament that there's nothing in this world that can compare to Krishna. So they have to use uh, uh, analogies and descriptions like the moon describe the face which is round and beautiful and effulgent and it's used to describe the moon and it's used to describe or lotus which is soft and fragrant and colorful Therefore, it's, it's used to, uh, to describe Krishna's body, which is soft and fragrant and has the right hue or color, but it never does justice. 
So it's almost we have to enter these things. We have to enter enter these things. They have to be revealed. So we have an image. Yes, it's Lord Chaitanya, this sandalwood paste, this flower garlands. And it's beautiful. And we can hear about it's beautiful. But the real beauty will come through. It won't be something else. It'll be a higher perception of the things that are described. After receiving the Lord's mercy, all the people became ecstatic and left loudly chanting, Hari Hari. So the nature of devotion, the nature of emotion, it has to be expressed it actually causes sometimes psychological aberrations when the emotions don't have a, a proper vehicle. I know some people who have, are devotees who have a lot of anger and there's ways that they have to express it that are regretful, but they tell me they have no choice. The anger, the emotions will consume them. What to speak of love? The, the love must be expressed. It will impel one to express it. It's like you're overcome with love and you just sit there meditating. You have to say something. Something has to expression. You have to dance. Like an ecstatic kirtan, you can't just stand still if it's touching your heart. So he left. They left chanting. So this is our image, Lord Chaitanya exchanging with the devotees and devotees being real influenced by that prema, that energy that exists between them and God. They're feeling God's love. Wow. At that time, the pious Sridhar came there with a bottle gourd in his hand. Now this Sridhar is just, just this humble devotee whose exclusive devotion to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu melted his heart. You know, you can eat food, but let's say someone loves you so much and cooks for you. Even if the food is not as good as an expert cook, you'll enjoy that experience more. If it's really, think of someone you just love so much, you love them more than life. Then they cook for you. How relishable it is, because that's the real pleasure is love. We all want to exist in the bhav, rasa vai saha. The whole world, the whole universe revolves around this principle. And this is what we're searching. We want this. And that's why we do things. 
And that's really the, 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 the function of food is sustain the body and, and the senses. We need some sense enjoyment, otherwise the body dies. But it's more than that, it's heart enjoyment. It's heart enjoyment, we need heart enjoyment. And, and this is God's pleasure. God's pleasure is heart enjoyment. And what kind of heart? Because he's Rasika, he's a connoisseur of this type of love. It's a pure heart. Imagine how that feels when unconditional love is directed at you. Seeing the bottle gourd, Sri Gorsunda asked, where did you get that? The Lord thought, tomorrow I will leave, therefore I, I will not be able to eat this. So Lord Chaitanya wanted to taste that devotee's love, but more he wanted to reciprocate that love, to accept and give, accepting devotion, nourishes devotion, giving devotion nourishes devotion. But he wanted to reciprocate with his devotee. When everyone surrenders to me, I reward accordingly. Krishna, I said this many times, but that point is so beautiful. Krishna is responsive. So he wants to reciprocate with his devotee. It's very important that we properly reciprocate with, with those that we love. Especially in the devotional realm, that reciprocation. And you have a humble heart, a humble heart. God sees this humble heart wanting to offer something. Lord Chaitanya wants to taste that heart and he also wants to pacify the heart of that person. Yes, whatever is brought by Sridhar cannot be wasted, so I must eat it today. Thinking like this, to maintain his affection for his devotees, he requested his mother to cook the bottle gourd. What a cook Mother Sachi must have been. At that time, one fortunate person came and offered a pot of milk. Think how great it used to be when there was no refrigerator. <laughs> like when I visit my friend Sridhar, there's no refrigerator. They cook and they eat. No wastage. Waste means want. I realize I'm a product of this decadent consumer culture. It's just, we just have too many things and it complicates our mind. I told you that TED talk I watched, it was a guy named Barry Schwartz. It was called um, The Paradox of Choice. How when you have more things, 
you make less decisions. And I gave the example, he gave the example that he had the same genes for about 30 years and then went to buy a new one. And there was so many cuts and styles and shapes and forms. And it took him an hour to pick. And then he, maybe this one or that one. And then when he walked out, he was, oh, maybe I got the wrong one. I should have got that one. So simple. It was surprised. So they didn't have like a quart of milk in a refrigerator but someone came by with that milk. The Lord smiled and told his mother, this is very nice, please cook these together. Mother Sachi immediately went to cook in great satisfaction. In this way, the son of Sachi is so affectionate to his devotees. You know, I had a, a Bengali cook once in Vrindavan. I can't even describe how good he was. And I remember at the Iskan Goshala, that big house, that's the VIHE, my friends lived there. And him and his wife would hold these programs with bhajans by Naratam Das Thakur, all his... Radha Krishna Pranamora Yugalaki Shora Jivane Morani Gati Aronahimor. So we sang the bhajans and then we had a feast. And this person was so expert. Now, Tamal Krishnamaraj was known as the gourmet guru. He was a connoisseur. He was very particular. And we were sitting there and it was, I remember Tamal Krishnamaraj was there and Bhakti Trumaraj was there and Abhiram Prabhu was there. These are some of the people. And in the middle of that feast, Tamal Krishnamaraj looked up and said, I knew that one day we would be tasting the ecstasy of Chaitanya Charitamrita but I never expected it so soon. I never expected it so soon. And I remember he did think one Akadasi, I can't, because what, what inspired me, and I'm always inspired by food and I'm glad I can eat again I'm watching myself, but that's why when I went to Rajarade, I they're from Hyderabad. I told cook cook South Indian food because it's so digestible. Italy's and I had one dosha and four Italy's and samba and some kind of rice thing and the chutneys and a half a glove jubbin. But I'm hearing about this gourd, this squash and milk. I, I know there's one sweet that's absolutely delectable and it's famous in Agra called peta, where they cook this squash down with sugar syrup and they make this sweet. But this cook of mine, his name was Vishwanath. He practically made potatoes in some way fried small potatoes like grains of rice and then made a sweet rice with that. 
After seeing everyone off, Lord Vishrambar, the Lord of Tridesh, sat down to take his dinner. When he finished eating, Lord washed his mouth and went to his bedroom. Then he rested under the influence of yoga nidra, or mystic sleep, while Gadara and Haridas slept nearby. So the body is resting. But I would assume that the mind, rather than going into ignorance, becomes active for the thoughts of Krishna. Because he's telling people this, when you sleep, when you eat, but so he, he, he's having a very peaceful sleep. Knowing that the Lord would depart, Mother Sachi was unable to sleep and remained awake, weeping. What was her love like? She's mother, she's supreme mother. In India, the cow is revered because it's mother. And what does mother mean? Selflessness. Mother means selflessness. And the cow takes just some grass and gives milk and the cow dung is dried and makes makes fuel. Cow urine is, you know, everything about the cow. Cow is just giving, giving it. And that's why the cow is revered in India. It's not just mystical. The cow is revered because the cow, it it's giving people milk, it's giving people ghee, it's giving people yogurt. And the cow dung and the cooking fuel and the the it's it's just everything. So this is Mother Sachi. And naturally, because generally speaking the woman has a more highly emotive faculty which facilitates the birth of children. It's so much sacrifice. The defect in men, generally speaking, is that they probably couldn't make that sacrifice, generally speaking. I'm just uh, upstate. This is just by coincidence, but where I moved near Leela Brindavan and I moved with Leela Brindavan in Jamuna Bihari, I should go there next Sunday. My niece moved down the, the block right near Bodhi Spa, just four or five places, a huge apartment she moved and she had a child named the child River. So I made the joke, and I don't know if she got it. Why don't you name the child Swami River? Get it? There's a famous river in Georgia and America, Swanee River. This go back too far for you, Al Jolson. The song Swanee, Swanee, how I love you, how I love you. My brother got it. He was hysterical. My niece didn't get it. 
But young girls like Jamuna Jaya probably got it. Um, but her labor was 32 hours. <laughs> How do Woo. that motherly instinct and then the attachment after all that labor and then the nursing and and the depth and the attachment and not only not only the attachment but when the child is actually attractive and beautiful and and it's lord chaitanya is the child She couldn't sleep. The Lord woke for leaving during the Brahma Mahurta. He understood that the auspicious time for his departure had come by observing the passage of air through his nose. There are many mystical things in India. So many subtle scientists, sciences that are not even known in the West and even if they were known, they would reject, be rejected a priori by the modern scientific culture because it goes against their paradigm. Therefore, you question the integrity of their science. Otherwise, if they had integrity, they would have, why haven't they found out the science of astrology? which is mystical because they don't want, because it proves that there's a, a, there's a supreme force that's moving the world to give us experiences. So they say through the nose, the breathing is called Swashastra. There's a Swashastra, a breathing Shastra. And I know I used to, when I was in the Gurukul, I, Prabhupada wanted us to get students. He said, Iskan Fiskan, bring students. So. It's a long story, but uh, met this one wandering um, Brahmin Nepali boy who was a I, I, the whole class I can give on this person, the persuasive powers that this person had, you knew how someone in India becomes a bogus guru. This guy had such, at a young age, I mean, the, the things he convinced people. But I asked him to help me and he brought back like about 25 Nepali Brahmins. And one of them, their father was an Ayurvedic doctor. So I believe my Sanskrit teacher went up to visit him and said that he knew this Swashastra and he was a Brahmin and his consciousness was so purified that he would sometimes be making the medicine before the patient came. There's many mystical things. I told you, I myself was cured of jaundice. The doctor said six months, you can't move. I was cured in two days by mantra. So Lord Chaitanya, by his breathing, he understands that this is the auspicious time. 
Gedara and Haridas also woke, and Gedara told the Lord, I will accompany you. The Lord, however, replied, I am fully independent, one without a second. This is my pastime. When Mother Sachi realized that it was time for the Lord to part, she came and sat in the doorway. Seeing his mother, the Lord held her hands and solaced her in various ways. You have maintained me nicely. Because of you, I have studied and learned. Without caring a bit for your personal happiness, you increase my pleasure throughout my life. The amount of affection you've shown me at every moment is more than I can repay in millions of culpas. Only by your mercy will I be relieved of my debt, yet I remain indebted to you life after life. Please listen, dear mother. This entire creation is under the control of the Supreme Lord. No one has the power to be independent. Who could understand the Supreme Lord's will by which living entities sometimes meet and sometimes separate? Whether I leave now or after 10 days, you shall not lament. I take full responsibility for both your worldly and spiritual needs. Placing his hand on Mother Sachi's chest, the Lord repeatedly solaced her saying, I will take full care of you. Mother Sachi quietly listened to what the Lord said. She made no reply, but simply shed incessant tears. Thus Sachi, the mother of the universe, became as grave and quiet as Mother Earth. Who can understand the inconceivable pastime of Krishna? The Lord then took the dust of his mother's feet on his head, and after circumambulating her, he immediately departed. The Lord, who is the hero of Vaikuntha, thus left home to take sannyas for the deliverance of the fallen souls. When the Lord left, the universal mother, Sachi, became almost inert and unable to speak. Okay, so Jamuna Jaya, you want to start us off? with a reflection. Yes, Maharaj. That, well, my first reflection is that that scene is just, it's just heartbreaking. Um, but but even before that, you said that um, Baba isn't dependent on material circumstances. And I love that. It's just, a, it, yeah, it's not dependent on what's out here. It's only dependent on the connection. And that was such a great point. Oh, uh, yeah. We're too concerned with things and not enough concerned with our minds. Mm. <laughs> hey, write that down. That's a good quote from Buddha Jaya. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> too concerned with things. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. And with our minds, got it. <laughs> okay. Anybody else like to share a reflection? Haribo Maharaj. Eddie, Bhakti Devi, Haribo. Haribo. Maharaj, you said before that. Um, a beautiful class, by the way, and that scene with uh, Sachi and, and Chaitanya, it, it's, it is very moving, you know. Um, but you said earlier that perception is based on attention. Would you say that's the same as saying that perception is reality? No, because you can perceive something wrongly. 
<laughs> you can perceive something mistakenly, but this says you won't even perceive anything without attention. Mm. Very good, thank you. Okay, thank you, Bhakti Devi. Good. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Uh, I have a Kinshina here. I appreciated the uh, story you told about the realization that came just from uh, drinking water. I thought that was beautiful. Right. Water is tasty when it's just water. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hi, Bo. Suyaradika. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hi, nice Thanks to for the yeah, thank yeah. you very much for the class. And I want to say a um, point that you said, which was very nice, was uh, you said about that we have uh, the best position because we can unlimitedly uh, serve the God and become happy. And I think this is wonderful. Say that again, because the reception, just say it again. Yeah, you said we have the best position because we can serve right. unlimitedly God and become happy. Right. We have the best position. Why are we not satisfied? Yeah. Yeah. We are satisfied. We are very pleased. <laughs> Thank you. You're satisfied. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Okay. Anybody like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Great to hear from you guys. Wow. Okay. Hi, Bo. Thanks. Uh, the book arrived yesterday, and it looks beautiful. It, it, didn't, didn't Joe Cayley did a very good job in the design? Yeah, really nice design. The cover is beautiful. I agree. And the uh, publisher, you know, working with Alok, he, he actually does it with devotion. He really wanted to do a good job. I wasn't there. And of course, the editing is, it's reads so smoothly. And uh, I had that experience yesterday. I went to someone's house and I was just able to read them, you know, and people were appreciating. Wow. Okay, I'm glad you got the book. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Wow. Anybody else like to say um, hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Himalaya Tarrada. Hey, hi, Bo. I haven't hi. seen you for a few days. Yes, I've been uh, listening to your classes on uh, okay. Spotify. Mm. But uh, okay, great, great. How's the weather there now? Right, it's, it's getting much better. It's sunny and it's uh, almost summer. Okay, one day I will have to visit. Yeah, Mahara, please. I'm just building up my appetite. Yeah, I've heard about the sugar. <laughs> what about the sugar? That you're eating sugar. I think that this was uh, last Sunday that you mentioned that, that you're eating sugar again. <laughs> oh, no. Very, very, very little. Very little. But if something good comes along... I, 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 I it, like they served me two glove jubbins. I took three quarters of one glove jubbin. Nice. And they Good. had a, a special cake and I just took a tablespoon. And then they had sweet rice and I just took a half cup. And then they had, no. That's very little. I, no, I'm just That's joking. very little. 
I, 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 I can eat. But normally, I think that's what Prabhupada said, simple and sumptuous, and then once in a while. Yes. But, I'm but ready. you look amazing, Maharaj. Yeah, you great. look amazing. I'm ready for empanadas. I am ready there for empanadas. I make it for you, Maharaj. Okay. I want the pizza empanadas. Okay, great. <laughs> I have a good oven now here. Wow, that's important. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sometime. Thank you. Nice to see you both. Thank you, Maharaj. Maharaj, nice to Beautiful see you. Beautiful class. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Tota Gopinath here. Okay, Tota. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna. You got my message about tomorrow? Yes. No problem. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Bo. Hey, Chris, you doing well? I'll go in there. Thank you for class. Thank you so much. Okay. You got the. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You got the message? Yes. Okay. I'll, re I'll reply after class. What's that? I'll reply after class for timing. Uh, oh, oh, for timing. Okay. Now you have to make sure that he stays calm. <laughs> I don't know what the message is yet. <laughs> well, I told him he could cook what he wants. He should just oh. make it out. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Very well. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna. Who is uh, Krishna Premi? Yes, yes. Oh, Haribo. Uh, Haribo. I want to say that uh, when you said that being part of a community means to leave one's ego at the door and uh, to choose the common interest over one's selfish motivation. So I think it gives me a deeper and better understanding of the value of devotee association. Thank you very much. Are you still in Mayapur? Yes, we have no other way, just a you know, Someone told but me that, you, how, long you, how long are you staying? You mean from now? Yeah. We don't know, we don't know because there's no flight. Well, you yeah. know, uh, when I was at the house yesterday, these people then, someone made the point that the Spanish flu in 1918, it took three years. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's so you, possible. You, you just may be there for many years. <laughs> that would be nice. Anyway, the winter here is beautiful. What? It's not freezing it cold at all. It yes. is. Okay, good. Okay. okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj Namasaki here. Thank you for the class. Hare Wow. Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Hemagori. Hemagori. Very nice. Good. Thank you for everything. I'm so happy to see you in class. Great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Gail here. Haribo, got that message about our dear Nanda Dulal. 
Yeah. Okay. It's great that he comes back. That's good news. Yeah. And it's and his mother's Vicky's birthday today, so it was like hopefully it was like a birthday present. Oh wow. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay. I'm gonna head out and I'll see some of you back at eleven o'clock. ET, Eastern Standard. <laughs>